Ladies and gentlemen, I am back. Welcome to the debut of the Quicks Picks podcast. I'm obviously your host, Lucas Quick. It's been a long time since I've been in this booth, and I cannot wait to get back. There's a lot of talk about. You've got World Cup going on. You've got MLB Free Agency. There is a lot to talk about. It's been a hectic week. Uh, I'll be joined by two guests later on in the podcast. It would be very exciting. Um, I'm very excited to take this forward, and let's get going. Hope you guys enjoy the episode. Let's roll. So starting off with the first segment, I like to call the two-minute warning. Um, I'll try to recap as much as I can of the sports news this week. Um, there's a lot going on. This will be a little bit hard to cram in for two minutes, but let's see what we can do in this two minutes. And we are starting right now. Let's start with the MLB. Free agency has gone underway, and it came with a flash. Three large signings so far as Trey Turner has agreed with an 11-year deal with the Phillies. The Phillies were a runner-up of the World Series last year as they lost to the Astros. They now look like heavy favorites to possibly run it back. The MVP is back with the Yankees after a chaotic day. He agrees to a nine-year, $360 million contract with the New York Yankees. Keep in mind, though, the Yankees gave him $270 million, which is $90 million less compared to this offseason, so maybe you could consider it a slight loss for the Yankees. Despite the Padres giving Turner and both Judge more money than all the other contending teams, they finally get their home run signing with Xander Bogart. It's an 11-year deal. The Padres just keep getting stacked and loaded on their young roster. They look to be a talented team to make a push this year. Odell Beckham Jr. is still looking for a new team, even though he's been a free agent all year. The Cowboys looked like they were going to be the favorites after a nice visit with Odell Beckham Jr., However, it seems like it's not going to happen after all. The Cowboys have concerns with Odell Beckham Jr.'s ACL recovery in which he tore him back in Super Bowl 56. After a blowout loss, the Titans have let go of their general manager, Joe Robinson. Keep in mind, Robinson let go of A.J. Brown. He decided to trade him away in the NFL draft. He decided to get them on later as A.J. Brown had a career day against the Tennessee Titans in a 35-10 blowout win. The Niners just came off a statement win against the Miami Dolphins, but it does cost him a huge point, pointing piece in their offense. Jimmy G is most likely going to miss the whole season with a broken foot. He doesn't need surgery right now, but now it's Brock Purdy's team who was the last overall pick of the NFL draft. As of today, it is down to the last day in Qatar in the World Cup after a shocking upset by Morocco as they defeat Spain in penalties and a thriller down there and a dominant performance by the favorite Brazilians as they take a win against South Korea. And now my favorite thing that has happened this week is the Portugal manager, he decides to bench Ronaldo in the match against the Swiss. As Gonzalo Ramos, a young player who's only played 35 minutes of international football in his life, he has a hat-trick and an assist and a 6-1 victory for Portugal. So that was pretty close. Two minutes and 0.5 seconds. I think that's a good start for our first ever episode. It's hard to speak fast, though. There was a lot of mistakes I said down there. But it's raw. It's clean. I think we did a great job. And now let's head to our next segment. So it's now let's take a news in Bay Area sports. It's been a rough week for Bay Area this week, obviously with the Niners. But I first want to talk about Aaron Judge because, um, first of all, let me introduce you guys to Mr. Bathke. He is the teacher here for the Wildcat Tribune. And I thought it would be perfect to bring him here because we actually were together when we found out that Aaron Judge was quote-unquote signing with the Giants as what John Heyman said on Twitter it blew up social media and it thought and we were both thought that the Giants were going to get Aaron Judge oh yeah that was a total rug pull where you're like oh so excited and then it just gets pulled right out from under you it was it was rough it, it was crazy because 
obviously I wasn't 100% sure if it was true yet because I usually get notified by Yahoo Sports or MLB usually gets my notification immediately. But it's first of all, it's probably the biggest mistake I've seen any analyst do in a long time in sports history. I won't give him too much hate on this podcast, but it definitely was um, a huge blow. It was a big swing and a miss. And, uh, you know, I was a little skeptical because we've seen things like this kind of blow up at the last minute. But I really did think if he was reporting it, it had to be at least probable. It had to at least have some real life to it. And then to find out, nope, he was just completely off. Yeah, once I once he said that it wasn't actually true, it, it just didn't seem like it was going downhill. And then later on that day, the Giants signed Mitch Haniger, who was also a home field hometown kid um, from the Bay Area. Yeah. So it, it was kind of a hint that the Giants were going to sign Judge by that point, because obviously on Wednesday morning it was found out that Judge signed with the Yankees. Yes. So it's it's a disappointing loss for the Giants yet again. Obviously, we were in second to sign Bryce Harper. A couple of years back and now it's Aaron Judge. I, I gotta be honest though, there is a part of me that wonders if Aaron Judge is ever going to live up to that big of a contract. Not that he's not good. Yeah, absolutely. He's definitely good, but the amount that they would have had to pay would have tied them up for years with their budget. And I wonder if I, I mean, I don't know, maybe maybe it's uh, gonna work out better that they don't spend that much money on him. Maybe it's not, but I just I highly doubt he was ever going to be worth that much money just because that's such an absurd amount of money. It, it is such an absurd. And I think after such a historic season from Aaron Judge, it's it's yeah. nearly impossible to match the stats of what he did last year. It was just outstanding. I don't even remember how many home runs he had. It was such a, a high number. But, it was just on a roll. And then also we have to think about the fact that coming to San Francisco, this is not a home run friendly park. That's and, so true. Uh not that he wouldn't ever hit a home run again, but I don't know if he was ever going to hit those same levels at this park where unless your name is Barry Bonds, it's not really for you. Yeah, it's just disappointing. I At first, I didn't want Judge for the Giants that much because I didn't see him being the reason why we have been not as good as before. Um, our defense was absurdly yeah. bad last year, and our bullpen just had its really ugly moments yeah. last season. So it definitely wasn't the thing that would have helped us become the same team that we were just two years ago. We had a franchise record over 108 wins, I recall. So it's not like Aaron Judge was going to turn around our franchise, but I've just been waiting for Farhan Zaidi to get this huge (laughs) signing. Like Obviously, he's notorious for signing low-quality players. He looks at stats, but he doesn't Mm -hmm. sign them for that much money. But clearly, I don't believe it works anymore. The MLB now, you're just trying to get young guys you're trying to stack up your lineup as much as you can especially in the, um the nl west you've got the dodgers they've they've just been rolling the past couple of years and then now you've got the padres who are looking like the equivalent of the dodgers getting xander bogarts now this was just needed for the giants i felt like in order to compete and possibly have a chance you also said something yesterday that i thought was prescient um the Giants fans, they need something to get excited about. They need someone to kind of rally behind. And even if adding this big-name player isn't going to magically give them the World Series, they at least need something to get worked up about and get excited. And I, I don't know if they have that at the moment. I don't know. I, they kind of need something just to remind the fans, hey, this is why you're fans. It's just after the 2014 World Series run, it just – after new management with Bruce Bochy gone, mm-hmm. it, it just hasn't been the same. The Giants have had very little to no success, pretty much. 
if you take out 2021, if you take out their divisional round loss to the Cubs in 2016, the Giants have just been flat. And it's just missing a component. And that's why I thought Aaron Judge would be such a big signing. Is that like I'm a Giants fan and like obviously I'm an Eagles fan, so I have some kind of Philly roots uh tied toward me. So when I saw Trey Turner go to the Phillies, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I can support this team any longer just because there's no hope in the end of this tunnel so far. I, I know. Well, I've, been, I've been a Giants fan since I was a kid in the 80s because I'm ancient. Um, but it, there's highs and lows. The, the late, the mid to late 2000s were really rough. And the late 2010s, I, I feel like they put everything in on 2016. It didn't work out. And it's almost like they, uh, they got the yips after that. They Absolutely. They don't know what to do since then. And they need something to kind of wake themselves up. And maybe, like you were saying, maybe Farhan Zaidi just, this is it. And he walks away after this. And maybe they get some new blood in the front office. Uh, Sabian was kind of a, a big force behind their success. And when he left, it does kind of, something kind of went off a little bit. But I don't know. They're, they need to do something. I feel like they're just kind of spinning their wheels in the mud right now. So Carlos Rodon is still a free agent. And he's been talking with the Yankees. So this makes me curious if the Yankees are still going to be willing to sign Rodon. Because at first hand, I was curious that Rodon was talking with the Yankees because it just gave me a hint that maybe the, that the Giants were clearly looking at Judge. If they signed Judge, that I think that they weren't capable enough to give Carlos Rodon the money that he wants. Yeah. I, I, I wonder, because, I mean, the Yankees of old would have just been like, you know, luxury cap, what's that? And we just buy whatever we want. I don't think they're in that mode anymore, so I don't see him going to New York, or at least not as a Yankee. But I have no idea what's going to happen. It feels like a, just a, a fog. Like, I'm not really sure what's going to happen with that. This is, I guess, the fun and exciting and yet also horrible part of the offseason when everything's chaos and you don't know where things are going to settle. I just feel like my hope has sh shrunk and deflated ever since this judge signing. Um, this is Farhan's last season under contract. Um, I was I was a big fan of Zadie in 2021. Obviously, we had that breakout year, but I remember listening to KNBR and this caller called in last season, and they had this like uh, reference saying that the Giants that season were like catching a lightning bolt in the bottle. Yeah, it's just very very like. It was improbable. Like, it seemed impossible, but it somehow happened. Yeah. And I just think it was not a lucky year because that team was just amazing that year. But it, it just seemed like it was like a one in a million chance. And it just happened to be that once in a million opportunity. It was the stars aligning. I mean, specifically, I think the two biggest things are Posey coming back from, you know, a, a long time off and coming back into his, his fantastic form. And also Crawford had another banner year. Um, and he it's not the only year he's ever been that good, but he hadn't been that good for a while, and he hasn't been that good since. So I think those two kind of supercharged everything. The defense was on point. The pitching came out of nowhere. There was a lot of underdogs on the rotation that really surprised people. And I think you're right in terms of it was lightning in a bottle. And unfortunately, when that happens, sometimes mediocre leadership – and front offices can ride those those years with the fans and go, oh, look what we did a few years ago. Yeah, it didn't have that much to do with you, but the fans will forgive him as long as these things keep happening every few years. But, I mean, at the end of the day, you got all those wins. You, not a whole lot happened afterwards. So, yeah, something needs to happen and change. I think, like us Giants fans, we've, we've been so lucky in the past decade. We've witnessed so many amazing moments spoiled. that happened. Yeah, we are spoiled. <clears throat> so it is pretty funny to mention all of this, just how, like, 
the Giants are just bad now and how I'm yeah. getting impatient. But we literally won three World Series titles. And they weren't that bad last year. It's just they were very middle of the road, very blah. Yeah, just there was just a point that like it felt like at the end of the road, the Giants just gave up and they they they, mm-hmm. they just they just fell apart. And having Joey Bart come in, take over Buster Posey's position. I mean, I like Joey Bart, but I'm kind of losing patience on him. Like his batting, his slugging has been not as good as we expected him as we took him like I, our second overall pick. I it's just been agree. so long. Yeah, no, I find I like the idea of Joey Bart more than I actually like Joey Bart. It's for the exact same reason you're saying. It's just he he doesn't quite doesn't quite come through the way that you need him to. Yeah, he he reminds me of James Wiseman, but I can't again. I can't really give Wiseman all too much disrespect. Now he's he's so young, but yeah. both of these guys had such high expectations going in. Yeah, I think Bart was expected to have a bigger uh, fill-in spot because they 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 took him. They're like, you're taking Posey's spot when his career is done. Wiseman didn't have that. Yeah, but. I feel like just both of these guys, but mainly Bart especially, they just had such high expectations due to a high succeeding franchise, and they just haven't delivered that, and it's just disappointing all and of And like us. you said with Bart, I mean, he was supposed to be, quote-unquote, the next Buster Posey, and that those are massive shoes to fill. Exactly. I don't know if anyone's ever going to be the next Buster Posey, at least not anytime soon. So that maybe we fans are spoiled by having a great catcher, having a really a generational talent catcher, and anything less than that. It kind of reminds me of Jeff Garcia for the 49ers. I mean, the 49ers fans had Joe Montana and then Steve Young. And after that, Jeff Garcia came in. He was good. He just wasn't a Hall of Fame great. And fans basically ran him out on the rails because we were used to levels of greatness that we weren't getting. And I think, I don't know if Joey Bart's necessarily that level, but I think it's the same problem. This is why I despise Niners fans with all my heart. I know I'm an Eagles fan, but there's... I could go on and on about how disrespectful Niners fans can be. And I'm going to talk about that with Rishi in our uh, next segment. But there is no light at the end of the tunnel right now for the Giants. But maybe if Farhan uh, is gone after this season, maybe the Giants are actually not afraid to spend any money because they haven't. I don't remember the last time the Giants have spent more than $50 million in one offseason. Yeah, I think he's gun shy. I don't think he wants to pull the trigger on anything. It sounds like me in fantasy football. Like I'm, I have, I've had the first waiver in my league all season long, and whenever I see like these guys that broken out one week, I'm like, are they really gonna do this all year? Like, like do I need them? Like, am I willing to use my first waiver on this guy? Right. And I have yet to use my waiver. It's week fourteen. You gotta, season. you gotta cash it in at some point. You gotta do something. Yeah. You're running out of time. But no, it's the same thing with, same thing with Farhan. You gotta do something. Get off, get off your behind and do something. Yep, it's been a rough road. Thank you, Mr. Bathke, for joining My me. My pleasure. Thank you very much. Let's hope that there's maybe the Giants can finish a little above 500 this year. Always hope for that. They're not making the playoffs, though. No. <laughs>